All right, guys. We're Boo. doing this. We're going to try this. Um, game four post game show, CLNS Media. And uh, Celtics played this one with the all, the all the urgency of like a fourth and final preseason game uh, for, <laughs> for, for most of it. You no, know, I had that feeling to it. It was Absolutely. unbelievable. I, I, I can't believe after a game three win, getting Hayward back, three days to rest, and everything going that they came out and see, and played the laziest first half of basketball it was, I, I could imagine. And you set after setting the tone in game three and going to the basket and being super aggressive, just settling for shots, reaching on lazy fouls, sloppy turnovers, just a like a, a and I don't want to be here sort of performance. A little gut check in the third. Tatum finally showed up. Too little, too late. Uh, we'll start with you, Josue. Yeah, too little, too late is correct, John. And I think the Miami Heat, I mean, look, they can say what they want about what Tyler Hero has been to them all season long, but they didn't see this one coming. I don't think anyone saw this one coming. And I think the Celtics didn't do a really good job of countering the Miami Heat, especially down the stretch with their defense. Look, guys, I might be in the minority here, but I was not crazy. Look, I was. this was what I was worried about when this whole Gordon Hayward thing started, right? I was not crazy about seeing Gordon Hayward go out there and play 30 minutes. He played 30 minutes in the last game. It worked out for the Celtics, right? But down the stretch, it didn't come down to those really bang-bang plays that the Miami Heat were able to take advantage of, and Gordon Hayward didn't have to be in the mix of that. Tonight, that wasn't the case. Gordon Hayward clocked in 30 minutes. He's getting burned possession after possession. Brad Stevens is still leaving him out there to burn. Uh, Jimmy Butler takes him down low with no problem, gets the gets the bucket to go. I mean, listen, guys, again, I'm not against seeing Gordon Hayward clock in a bunch of minutes here or get against Gordon Hayward down the like stretch, seeing him in those games. Kind of sounds like you but are, yeah. you have to monitor his minutes. You can't just throw him in there They like did that. it. They did it, Joe Sway. That's why Semi and Brad they were did playing it. That's in the why second quarter. Minutes. That's well, why that's Brad all you can do when your season's on the line. I mean, there's all Hayward's either ready to come back or he's not. Like, it's it's 3-1, the season's yeah, on the line. We kind of talked like, about that. Bobby, they just had three days off. Those three days off went a hell of a long way for everybody else in the series except for Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward is nowhere near these guys. Why is he playing defense down the stretch for five or what is it, three minutes in a row, five possessions now in that's, a row? He's the, only, the only thing I'll agree with you there on is best five. Puts more pressure on him, puts more pressure on him. The rebound, defender bigger. That wasn't a great move by Brad down the stretch going best five when it was pretty Brad close right the there. And, how are we taking it out on Jordan when Marcus yeah. Smart was dog shit like this all game? You know what I mean? Like, I thought Smart was the only guy taking in all shit. game. You string together you string together stops and the offense will come. That's I, it exactly was what happened in game three. It was Marcus it was, Smart was you had Marcus on, on, on Dragic in game three and that was effective. And you had way too many times where Hero Hero was shooting over the top of Kemba. And Kemba yeah, was Kemba the, wasn't Kemba was the yeah, problem. They exposed Kemba as well, but I think they exposed Hayward. They, went, they the went right at Kemba. There. Yeah, <laughs> they exposed, yeah, Kemba was obviously number one. I mean Tyler, yeah, yeah he had a field day on the guy, but I mean, I, I thought it was going to be Jay Crowder going at Kemba the way they were talking all week. But right from the first possession, Jimmy getting at him, getting all the matchups on Kemba that they wanted. Yeah, and the Celtics right were allowing it to happen. And Jimmy's yeah. just taking it to the basket and he's got Kemba on him. Yeah, you last knew that, the game. Series that Kemba was going to be, you know, a target, that he was going to be, uh, a, you know, a, a shortcoming in this matchup, especially against Dragic. Now, well, you know, for Gordon Hayward, 
look, Brad Stevens has to be prepared for the alternative here. You can't just send him out there and clock in 30 minutes and, and expect the heat not to expose him and Kemba at the same time. Do you remember during that stretch of bad Kemba in Toronto when, when we said, when Gordon comes back, would we consider a moment where the five on the floor to close a game would actually be smart running the point um, and Kemba on the bench? When they went best five there in the fourth quarter, it only lasted, I didn't like it. Short, it only lasted for a short stint, and Kemba was the one who got yanked. Um, you know, and uh, they went right back to it. It was they short. went back, and then they went back to him. But it was interesting because he was playing himself off off the floor with his with his defense. Yep, and you know, I'm I mean, not going to kill is, Smart. Eleven assists. He he got the offense going. Go ahead. I'm going to kill smart. smart. Yeah, I'll kill. Yeah, smart that was too. the I mean, sloppiest. going at, at Gordon Hayward like it was Gordon Hayward's fault at the. Hey, I'm not going at Gordon. I'm going, no, at Brad going at Stevens. Stevens yeah. I'm going at Brad Stevens. But go on. Okay, fine. You can go with Brad Stevens, but you can also go with Brad Stevens for a number of things. I mean, the, he, challenge. He, he, the challenge was idiotic. I mean, I'll say it. I mean, I don't know what you're thinking. You can't run into a guy's arm and then, like, call that uh, uh, call that offensive foul. You just can't. Moving on from that, I mean, got, completely got away from Grant Williams, who I thought played well coming into this game. Uh, nothing from Cantor, who at times – listen, I know Cantor's not the end-all, be-all. Cantor didn't play, but- did he? No, he didn't. That's what I'm saying. So if we want to continue with the Brad no Stevens sense, talk, man. Grant no Williams didn't play as far as I know, uh, unless he snuck in there for the last couple of seconds, which I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, he did so. a little bit, yeah. Okay, fine. But listen, th- these are the things that we have to question him about. I mean, I thought Jalen Brown had an awful game. I mean, two quick fouls to start the game. Didn't get into any flow whatsoever. Jason Tatum, we already know how awful he was in the first half. Sure, he had a great second half, but your superstar player, guy you count on, you can't go over in the first. You just can't. I mean that. Nope. Uh, and he that looked is, bad. I mean, Both give him ends. credit for give him credit for showing up in the second half. But I mean, geez, I mean the announcers couldn't stop talking about how off he looked. Like they basically were saying, "Is this guy injured?" I mean, I don't know what well, happened. I, yeah, I thought he was high. I don't know what happened over these last three days. I mean, too <laughs> much fun. Too much fun in the sun. Too much time by the pool. But these guys came out complete opposite. I thought they were going to come out gangbusters. I thought they were going to absolutely run the heat out of the gym. They had every reason to. This was a must win. They had Gordon Hayward coming back. They had some extra rest, the most rest they've had in a while. They had a little confidence after that game three, and they just come out the way they did. And you know what? You know what kills me out of this game? They let Andre Iguodala throw them for a loop. I mean, come on. They were cheating on him. Hates Iguodala. I don't hate him. He was my it's favorite. Time, he was my favorite Gosh. player growing up, Josue. I loved him in Denver. I loved him in Philly. They were He's old. John called him washed the last round. And you were like, nah, you know, he still got a little bit. And then you see him now. And you're like, yeah, he's Yeah, washed. I mean, and he's jacking threes. How how did how much did the Heat try to bail the Celtics out of this game with their possessions, with some of the dumb turnovers on their end, this, and missing layups, second, third oh, chance opportunities? Man. Miami Ooh, played man. an awful game. I mean, that's what that's what <laughs> makes you feel the worst out of this. Tyler Hero played a great game. On their end, they're playing Andre Guadal at center, which is just dumb, even in the zone dumb that he's jacking threes and then brad stevens is letting him dictate the game going toward the small ball lineup for the celtics so miami effectively you know swindled boston and exposing kemba a little bit more by not having a big out there and again i don't think the celtics were worse with tice on the floor in fact you were getting offensive rebounds uh you were getting good defense at the rim some cuts roll with daniel tice through to the finish line they should have done that Look, guys, I feel like Brad Stevens went into this game the way he should go into the next game. It was like he's up against, you know, elimination. I, I didn't agree with the, was. the rotations. You need some more 
from your bench here. I mean, look, I, I know he was I don't know. I don't one, but it's not game seven here. Why is the bench getting I, outside of Hayward? Why is the bench getting eight minutes of Miami play? played even fewer people and they, it wasn't a must win for them. I mean, this, you, this, is, right. this, is, this is what you have here. Josue, I'm going to, to your point from earlier. We talked about it last. I, we talked about it at the beginning of the series. Remember we said no matter what Stevens does with Hayward, it's going to be scrutiny. Be bad. Yeah, you did yeah. say that. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Plays him too little. Oh, he should have played him more. Plays him right. too much. I didn't think he was a big problem tonight. I didn't. I, I didn't think I, he was of the problems. I, I <laughs> thought he was low on the totem pole uh, of problems. It, it I don't think mean, he was the problem. I don't think he was the the reason why they couldn't get over the hump tonight by by any means. I, I mean, thought he was fine. He was serviceable. This is what we talked about. It's better I to have him than other people. When it came to stringing together defensive stops at the end of that fourth quarter, I mean, look at the tape. Every possession, he's involved in every play. Of the it, man, it was the team down the every side. single I mean, play. Those whether two possessions, whether it's one on one. The two possessions, I think they were within four, where they let um, Hero run to the basket for an open cutting layup, and then Dragic wide open in the corner. That reminded me of eighteen when they quit at the end of the game after LeBron went on that little run to end game seven, where they were just letting the Cavs run out in transition and take the game. And then all of a sudden, you're down seven. Tatum hits the three. They wake up again, and it's like, all right, you just you just quit a second ago, and now all of a sudden you're right there within three to close the game. Like the, They went on and off throughout this game. The whole second quarter was off. The third and the beginning of the fourth, they were on their game. Perfect offense, great defense for stretches. And then middle of the fourth again, they completely shut down. Like This was just an on-off game throughout for them. And like I said, the worst part is Miami was not on tonight. Butler cold. Dragic not himself. Crowder and Olenek still non-existent. This was just hero like scraping them through with Adebayo. Yeah. This was here. This reminded me of like like, a, like game four Celtics Raptors. And I know Bobby said the Raptors played a lot better in that game, but this was one of those games where Celtics played like crap from like start to finish, but they were always they were always in it the whole time and you're just waiting for somebody to step up. And again, yeah, sure Tatum had a nice second half, but from some for somebody from start to finish, there was nobody tonight. I mean Kemba wasn't that guy. I already talked about Brown. Smart was a turnover machine in the fourth quarter. I mean, he just dumb decision after dumb decision. And the worst decision. ones. And then another time where he had that fucking the 28-foot three-pointer, you know, just early shot. in the shot clock, and they didn't need that either. Yeah. It's just – just then the laziest turnovers, too. Forget about Jimmy's favorite turnover, which is the bounce pass in traffic. Oh, my God. When he throws he off. It again. But the he one where again. he's at the top of the – uh, above the three-point line, and he's just kind of loosely dribbling, and Butler's like, yeah, I'll take that ball. You just left it out there for me. That was embarrassing. It was sloppy, lazy. Tatum, too. Tatum was brutal with the turnovers. Terrible. Brown, so Brown we, had a couple back. Like back I don't even know where I am. It was Jalen Brown year one turnovers. Like I'm just gonna turn around oh, and I don't see the worst kind of Jalen turnovers. Huh? Think of those think the worst of, kind of Jalen turnovers. The Jalen turnovers. Like, I'm up he in the air. Too. I don't know where the hell I'm going. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw it. He had like three of them. Think yeah. of the think of the praise too for Tatum. It went through the roof because of the assists. And again, when he was good in these this postseason, the assists were fantastic. Great finds, great vision. But then you always have to look at the other side. Him getting crushed on the pick and roll, uh, you know, throwing it away, traveling on the ball. Like it felt like I got to look at the numbers, but assist to turnovers, the turnovers were right there meeting the assists throughout the postseason. And it hurt them at the worst times. I thought it was going to hurt them in game seven. So much of what we talked about against Toronto came back to kill them in this series, like almost fittingly. 
Yeah, no, and definitely. Silence. And the, oh, sorry, they were going to elaborate. The zone <laughs> and the zone, they kept it going throughout the night, and it looked like in some the and, zone. And some oh, I'm sick of hearing about half, the zone. Like Kemba was trying to figure I, it out, but I want to hear about the zone about as much as I want to hear about how old Tyler Hero is. Okay, like, <laughs> enough. You shouldn't be. But he's but, so young, John. It's amazing. <laughs> That's you know you give it to him on that. This is really his first year as the lead ball handler on the team, so I, I you cut him some slack. Sure, um, but we learned two fatal flaws about this team: they couldn't run their best lineup. We learned it again: the best five doesn't seem to work, uh, and they don't have a clear cut lead ball handler. I mean, tonight the only reason I give Smart more credit than you guys do is because he seemed like the only guy willing and able to make the plays, crack the zone, do what they need to do to just sh- loosen up that defense while they were in a shooting slump throughout that first half. 11 assists. Like, he went out there and made plays, bad turnovers, but the whole team was turning it over tonight. It just yeah. feels like, again, we've I've said it a few times, but it feels like this team's not quite ready to to, to be in the NBA finals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're they're just a little too young. There's a lot of cooks, but there's no chef. You know, I don't know help you are? come on, man. Like I don't. I, I still saying. don't see it. I look. I see it. I, I see the Miami Heat being. I mean, when I see games like this, and I see games like, like like the first couple games, they just seem like they're not ready to be in this position. The guys aren't fully shrink. there. They're shrinking. Yeah, they shrink. They shrink in the moment, right? They're, I mean, they're being really... out-cuffed. Right now, you can easily look around, Jimmy, and say, I mean, Toronto was tougher, but the Celtics had more talent. The yep. talent level here, I think, is more even. Miami's clearly tougher. You look in the other conference, Bam. Den- Denver's tougher. You know, like, so tough. yep. th- these are teams that don't quit. And here you have, you know, teams. I almost you- feel like the Celtics are, like, kind yeah. of, like, too drama-y and, like, too, like, just. Yeah, you see it not, again tonight. Not tough enough, like you said. Like, are they front runners? I don't know. You saw it in the second quarter. Guys asking for the ball from each other. Who's going to lead the set this time? Who? Yeah. They 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 don't know what they're doing in terms of a lead ball handler. It changes all game long. Joe Sway, you talked about the rotations yeah. being all over the place. There was no stability on this team, and part of that was injuries earlier in the year. But you had enough time in this bubble to figure it out before. It all came together. Well, Hayward being out mixes up a little bit, but still. But they fall in and out of their they fall in and out of their offensive identity from possession to possession. Yep. It seems like it's almost like they just right. can't like do the thing that they do well for long stretches of time, and they just kind of they lapse into strange habits. You know, I don't know. You know, sometimes it's maybe like they're the playing to the prosperity game. got to them a little bit at times. So you know, Smart has those games where he's hot from three. So then he's just like, yeah, I'll jack a three. It's worked before, you know, and he does it. And it's just when it doesn't go and it's at the wrong time and you're Marcus Smart and not Jason Tatum or or Kemba Walker and you're taking those shots, those are killers. You know, when they go – Marcus is a no, 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 yes guy. You know, you just don't – you know. (laughs) They needed Marcus. I mean, who – looking back on it, who is the best player in the playoffs for the Celtics? I think it's pretty easy. Well, we'll get to that. I'm going to – it, it's Marcus Smart, probably. Yeah, it's Smart, but, but you're grading tonight, on a curve. It's actually Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I give, I give Smart last series though. He it's close. Out. It's close. It's yeah. close. But if you're talking about tonight, he was probably their least valuable player. Mm, I don't know. They were dominant throughout that third and into the fourth with him creating. Like again, 
He's stable. He finds a spot. He sets everybody else up. And again, could Hayward be doing that in a, in a healthier, more conditioned world? Yes. But Smart has had to take on that role this postseason mm-hmm. more often than not. And when he's done, he's done a pretty good job. I mean, what is the assist to turnovers on him? 11 hey. assists. Uh, the turnovers were... I think Smart's been great for them. Four. I just think that tonight he wasn't. And, and, and it's not it's not to single him out. I don't think anybody was great. I mean, that's why they lost this game to a, a, t- a Heat team that played like shit quite frankly yeah i mean the heat didn't deserve to win this game the celtics just gave it to them and yeah. it's a it's a damn shame because they had everything to play for everything literally their entire season to play for you tonight. go to two and two, they put like... one of their worst playoff performances of the whole playoffs i mean really i'm sure they'll say i'm sure they'll agree yep uh, you, this, almost, was, you almost feel like the Celtics didn't like truly understand the magnitude of this game. And I know it sounds really weird to say that because we always talk about how Tatum and Brown and Smart, they've been through this so many times, you know, three Eastern Conference finals appearances, but it, it was it didn't feel like they were down 2-1 after they won game three. And then that was the sort of misguided approach I feel like they had heading into this one against a Miami Heat team that's only dropped two games the entire postseason. Like that first half, you know, obviously Miami's going to come out strong. They've been down every single game this series. And the Celtics never matched that intensity. You know, Jason Tatum did what he did. And it seemed like they were almost riding the heels of that. But then in that fourth quarter, when the Miami Heat strike back, it just, just looked like the offense just, just came stale. Well, like the shots was, was off. The defense, the, you know, was off down the stretch. It was just, yeah, it was a recipe for disaster. It was amazing. The Celtics take that lead on that nice little uh, pass. Was it from Jalen to Tice there? And they get, they get that brief lead the one point lead yep. Miami calls a timeout Celtics come out of that timeout and they give up five straight points Miami's up four and they were off and running it's like yeah. uh, I mean yeah it's like what happened in that timeout <laughs> and it's thanks too I mean if the Celtics go on to lose this series you're talking about a team with less firepower all around going to the NBA finals I mean they just conduct themselves in a more consistent uh more professional manner frankly like they everybody on that team knows their role uh, they go into their bench guys sacrifice with their minutes they've had guys come in and out Iguodala specifically yeah. not playing as much but still making the most of those minutes when he has to and uh, for the Celtics like they don't it's an identity thing I think you guys hit the nail on the head like they still this many years into it haven't hammered down who they are I think yeah, I'm going to give them a little leeway with injuries now that you integrate Hayward back into it because you see with the best five lineup, they didn't have time to practice that or get cohesion between that five this year. But all of a sudden, Brad's throwing that out there, crunch time season on the line. That's a big leap of faith by him, and it ultimately didn't work out too well for him. You, you do it because it's the best you have at this point, yeah. and it is what it is. you know. But it's, right. uh, it, it is frustrating because, I mean, this – this is a narrative that should have been said about that team in year one when they reached the conference finals and they're yep. not supposed to, you know, they, when Kyrie gets right. hurt, not this year, you know, like you're not supposed to be that anymore. Tatum's not only 19 anymore. You know, they're, they're seasoned at this point. It's, sure. it's, it, you, you gotta, at some point just kind of man right. up. It, it's a, it's a, it's a shorter window than you think, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, these, these sudden, are the years, yeah. This is the opportunity that you have right in front of you. Yep, and, and I you always say pit, that. Piss it away. And the thing about the Heat is they the difference between the Heat and the Celtics is that Plus the Tatum's going to be a Laker in two years. <laughs> hey, we don't joke about that. The thing about this <laughs> this series is that for the Heat, they they've had players legitimately step up. Whether it's Dragic in one game, whether it's Hero, whether it's Adebayo, sometimes it's Jimmy Butler in, in, in spots. But the, the the thing about Jimmy Butler is he doesn't force it on offense, right? 
he's more likely to pass it and get back and play defense and you know get the you know get the assist. But if he if he gets that lane or if he gets that look, he'll take it. But the Heat had players consistently step up for them in this series. Where if you think of this on the Celtics side, like who really has been the guy to step up for them in this series? Nobody really rings a bell for me, and that's why I mean that's why they're down three to one. Obviously, you've had Brown. spurts from yeah, you've had spurts from Tatum, you've had spurts from Brown, but you aren't getting that great like go-to performance like you see from a hero or a Dragic in, in that first game, anyways. Yeah. So that's the difference. I mean, it, it's yeah, too bad because this is like their this. opportunity. That was the difference yeah. for sure. Yeah. You see the difference between the rookies too. I, it, it, it's it's such well, a slap in the face. You, <laughs> you don't. You don't. That's right. Yeah. John doesn't like me to say it, but I have to say it. The I day Romeo Langford goes down for the season, Tyler Hero drops a 37-point bomb on you, and it's the third most ever points by a rookie against the Celtics. The first two were Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. I did the quick math before. Romeo Langford for the season, 79 points. Uh, Tyler Hero for this playoff <laughs> series, 82 points. <laughs> Yeah, you had a so, disaster draft. Only four games something, something to think it about. It was a freaking coin flip. 12, 13, 14. Was 14. it a coin flip pick? Wow. It, it was a coin flip pick where they could have picked from 12 to 14 in a three-way tie, and they ended up with 14. At 12, they get Hero. At 13, they get Hero. At 14, they get Romeo. And it's so funny to think there's some random game in December a couple years it's ago. Sad, we're probably man. going, woo, let's go. And if they lost, they would have got Hero. <laughs> Yeah, you could probably find a bunch of games where it's like, why they win that game, man? Why? Did I guess win? the only good thing about not winning the coin flip is having had them take Romeo at twelve and knowing Hero went behind you. <laughs> no, they yeah. would have picked. Hero. All I, I know. Uh, by Hero. all accounts, like there was like stuff thrown in the room um, when when Hero went off the table. Uh, if they wanted they, him that bad, they could have got him. Why couldn't they, they get him? Well, they just I don't know. Whatever. I mean, yeah. you saw. You, you saw. They tried to. They tried to flip friggin' seven thousand picks to Charlotte to move up in slot. Like it's first really pick, hard to move up in the lottery. First round picks are useless. Yeah. you got one guy. You want that guy. It yeah. doesn't matter how many Carson Edwards do you need to throw at a team to keep them from drafting a guy that they want. Yeah. Well, how, many, how many did he offer for uh, <laughs> Justice Winslow? Remember that? And no they said no. Yeah. Four second yeah, rounders. No. Yeah. Exactly. How many Grant Williamses does it take to equal one hero? The answer and again, is- you got to think of this too. They didn't know <laughs> the they limit does Kem- not exist. They didn't know they had Kemba back then, so they actually need to pile up some young bodies if they were going into a rebuilding phase, which is the disaster of the draft being before free agency. Uh, but that's another issue for it another day. It should never be. Yeah. Oh, uh, if there's any hope left in the series for the Celtics, it looks like Bam Adebayo broke his wrist. So I don't know if he's going to – that's that's actually not news, but it, his wrist was just hanging there the last three minutes. Oh, so I'm interested okay. to see. Oh, I thought you were breaking news. <laughs> yeah, what the <laughs> hell, dude? I'm, pre- I'm predicting that's what's going to happen. Uh, Bam just said his wrist is good, but I don't believe it. Uh, okay. He said he just twisted it. We'll go. With, we'll go with what you say, yeah, Bobby. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna hey, build the graphic right Bobby now. Bobby Manning report. Yo, that out, report. Exclusive. Yeah. Bam has um, a broken wrist. Nope. I guess hey, he what, just down, twisted down it. three one to this to this team. It's over. It it to me it's over. I Take mean, it easy, Canada. Okay. Yeah, I know. Bo- Are they Bobby, back? Bobby's Are they banking back? on this one being over. But based on this one I've was seen, over last series, as far as Bobby was concerned. This, it this was. Team. Look at Game Seven. They're up yo, ten. Yo, Let's go back. Add, Let's add do a Game Seven show again. <laughs> I'm the list of teams that are going to be in your way again next year. 
How many times? I mean, we started talking about game four, this team being unable to close games, being unable to find themselves in the late minutes. All of a sudden, they win the ball game five. Game six, they lose in bad fashion. Game seven, they're up 10 with like four minutes to go. Bring it down to two, and it takes like a miracle smart block to escape to the series. So, like, everything that plagued them in that Toronto series came back to hit them in the worst way in this one. Blowing the lead in game one, not executing in crunch time in game two. And then tonight, just that everlasting issue of who the lead primary ball handler is. And the turnovers just flowed all night long. Ridiculous turnovers, insane turnovers at the worst times. And they had 10, 11 in the first half, I think. It was an absurd number. Oh, they just they they completely capsized tonight and it started in the first and second quarter. Like, whew, they did they didn't come out of the gate ready to play. Yeah. This is the this, this is the first series the Heat won and they won 24 to 23 in that first quarter. Like the Heat didn't even step up to the plate to take this. They no. just won it by default. It's amazing. It's it was just awful. We didn't want to watch in the first half, you know? Six oh, the turnovers. second might have been their worst quarter of the year. I believe you. Yeah, I mean, it was that ugly. Six turnovers for Tatum, four for Brown, four for Smart. There's your, you know, your three your three guys, right, that, you know, you're counting on, and they're just, you know, handing the ball over. I mean, that's the, – yeah. uh, the, um, the, heat, the Heat as a team, I don't even think had – no, the four, five, six, eight turnovers for the Heat. So those three guys, you know, nearly doubled the Heat's turnovers as a team. So. Yeah, I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything coming out on Twitter? Any, any, any guy? Any Nothing guys good. Yet? There's no fights in the locker room. Brad, oh, Brad's geez. talking about how good, how good Hero was. Of course. Yeah, you know? and that's yeah, like that's not. He was great. He hit back-breaking, run-stopping shots all game long. But there's so much the Celtics did on their side that even put them in that position. You could I mean, survive a game like this if you just didn't do. Yeah, especially with everyone else disappearing. Noah Lennox tonight, he's like he just did nothing in the series. Crowder has gone to his. This is the Jay Crowder I remember, the one yeah. that misses open threes. That first yeah, half, yeah. he killed them. Jag Crowder, Jag yeah. Crowder. The hardest part about Hero too is he plays that pick and roll with Bam. Like you don't even get relief from that when he's on the ball. Like who? And then you can't double them because of Dragic. That that Miami Heat team, like they didn't come out and claim this game, but as a roster, as a constructed project, they they got fortunate. They traded Hassan Whiteside. They got out from under Dion Waiters. They had a bunch of bad contracts. I, I think of um, Johnson too, not Tyler Johnson, James Johnson. James like they got they got out from a lot of bad guys, and then they pick right. They find guys undrafted like Duncan Robinson. It's basically the opposite of what the Celtics did. Um, in terms of building up the bottom side of the roster, you see how important it is. Kemba Walker said, I just don't think we attacked enough. I don't think we were aggressive enough. No kidding, buddy. You know what? The, the thing that, that bothers me about this team is that they always, they all, exactly. They always say the same shit after a loss. You know what I mean? It's like, we know that, but we're screaming into our television the entire game because you guys aren't doing it. Oh, how many threes did they heave in the first half? And completely brick. I mean, they were missing shots. I couldn't keep up with how many shots they were missing. So, yeah, you want to stand in front of the cameras after and say, oh, we weren't aggressive enough. We weren't tough enough. Yeah, no shit. That's why you're down three to one. You're getting out-toughed every freaking game. And so here's another thing. I don't want to, like, harp on, like, the simple, like, easy narratives. But, like, did, did you see, like, do you see the Celtics, like, 
supporting or high five. It's so strange because you know you something felt weird in that first half. Getting into it a lot. The Heat were cheering on the bench up. Everybody's flipping out. It just because the Celtics never played good in this game. They had I nothing just, to high five about. I know. They just had like negative a, energy. The Heat are like energy. a the Heat are like a college team almost playing that zone, dismantling the better team by you know rotating and making those hustle steals and. There's you no know, time of shots. There's it's not, lot, but like the effect- undisciplined play in that zone. There's holes in it everywhere. It's not that good a zone. I know. You see, you see, Bam give up the easy it's three to Brown sloppy. at the end. The forwards are all over the place. It's all. It's a really the center the They were getting good looks from the zone. Yeah. Like they, and that, they finally figured it's, it they out. They destroyed it. They were going down. How many times? Boom! Catch in the middle. Bing, bing, bing. Open right. three. Open three. Marcus Smart did all of that in the third. Yeah. It, 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 it's not it's not the zone I, I just don't want to hear about it anymore it's not no it's not i'm, I'm just saying i'm like tired the, of boxing one i'm tired of the zone it's not the zone the demeanor of the team and is is what reminds me yeah, of that. Like but you're right in- team that's what i mean it's like i hate the lazy narrative of like ooh, they had more heart but it was just it was a dead ass team they didn't come to play it's so it's so disheartening I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm skeptical with Brad right now. Are you now. Shade, are you Again. To see shades of last season, John? To I don't see think Brad. Yeah, a little bit. I'm trying to feel that. Brad's not feel like turning the ball over. You know, like I know it's like sometimes you want a guy who can kind of shake the, you know, shake him a little bit and be like, come on, let's right. snap it snap together. Brad you know? does it his way and he's done it's everything he, he can. Uh, down the, the one in there, freaking throwing lazy passes. You know, I mean, it's I, not, I see him late in the game too, trying to direct the guys. Like when it came to that jump ball that they fortunately got there. Like the fact that they were still in this with under a minute to play was absurd. And you know, you're just not getting the response on the team. Like I think he was telling Kemba to go to the other side so they could break out the other way for an easy basket, and they 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 weren't following the instructions. Yeah, like they, I, honestly, it just looks like they've just got some bubble fatigue right now. You know, like. It, we're just we're tired of each other, right? Bubble fatigue. <laughs> yeah. They had three freaking days. They had they had a three day vacation going into this game. I mean, they're all hanging out by the pool, doing whatever the hell they want for three days. Two days too many, Jimmy. Two mixing days. Mixing a practice. Many. I think I think they got heat stroke out there. I don't know. They you know what the Miami's used to this weather for this stretch. I think these Celtics guys, you know, too much fun in the sun. Maybe they came out a little flat tonight. That's my hot take. Maybe Cantor was out with a sunburn. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Exactly. You know. That dude gets darker every time I see him. <laughs> uh, so is there is there any hope? Is there any possibility left? I mean, if you if Bobby. you look at everything as uh, game by game, you know, in the cliche, take it one game at a time. Again, every single time these two teams take the floor, I think the Celtics have as good or uh, better than even money chance to win. If he could night. only take a 12 point lead, even at the Celtics the, worst tonight. The problem is you've now lost three games where Miami didn't even play a great game, you know? And that's the problem. Yeah. Is you haven't even, we were talking about down. <laughs> you almost lost game three. <laughs> you know, we, we were talking about down to one. The, the, the fear here is you have to be next to perfect. Cause Miami is going to have that one game where everything's going in, you know? Um, and, it still has to happen. would be game five. They right, haven't you know? survived that. It, they haven't survived the hot goalie game. You know, the, the game where they right. hit sixty per fifty percent of their threes. Right. right. They got like game three. I was like, they're gonna they're gonna win either game four or five. Like, they're not gonna just roll over here. You know. And that's like, the problem. Five. Is right. Right now, Miami hasn't played. You had a Tyler Hero. Hero saves them tonight. Saved they them, played man. a pretty pedestrian game across the board. 
um, and they didn't play a great game in one or two. They just played spurts. Again, everybody saw the graphic lead. You know, everyone saw all the stats leading into this. The Celtics have led for 75 percent of 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 the of the series yeah. heading into tonight. Um, mm-hmm. So again, it's hey, but you know what you know what scares me, John. Though I feel like what happened in Game Three is like now the model for the Celtics, right? The, the, their best four players combined for, what was it, 92 points, 100 points with Tice, Tice finished with eight, and their starting five drops 100. Like, is, is that what Brad's going to lean on every single game going forward? Because it seemed like that's, that was the case, right? It looked like he looked at game three, like the model win for the Celtics in this series, and was like, that's what we need to do because that's how many minutes all these guys are clocking in. I don't in. know any distribution. And- I think it was in terms of style. They played a more swarming defense in game three, and they and they were really moving the ball and getting good shots. Right, uh, but that's what leads to four or five guys scoring 20-plus points. Like, that's yeah. what – that's we saw that a lot throughout the course of the regular season. You know, right. we, we haven't seen that a lot consistently throughout the postseason. Maybe Brad fell in love with this so much and thought that they could just duplicate it three days later. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I'm not going to harp on the canner thing because I don't think it's a huge deal, but there is something too. You know, you get some good first half minutes from him in game two and three. Then you mm-hmm. rotate the smaller lineups with Grant out there. And, yeah, uh, but Williams saved their ass tonight, okay? His minutes were phenomenal. Yeah, Rob Williams. Rob Williams. Yeah. Rob Where Williams did he go? Did Where did Rob he go? Williams saved them. That was actually one of Steven's best coaching moves tonight. Then why Rob did he Williams, get away from it? after not having played – uh, really, and and those minutes having gone to Cantor and Grant, bringing Rob Williams in, he was he was a breath of fresh air. He, Man, I remember him being good in Game One too. Yeah, but like he there's... played energy. He was athletic. He was swarming offensive glass. The putbacks. He he was he was he wasn't falling for fakes. You know, he was able to kind of hang with Bam there, and he wasn't losing his you know losing his position. I thought he was. I thought. I thought Robert was great. I didn't have any problem with not bringing Cantor back. But again, the classic case of you sneak out those big man minutes for a little bit, you get away with it in the first half, and then okay. you just completely abandon well, it. Well, I bet Eric Spolster never put out Kelly Olynyk. you know? Yeah. You didn't have the Kelly Olynyk minutes that you were leaning on before. It doesn't matter which big it is. They get, a, they get a flash in the first half and then gone, you know? And even if they are successful, that's a great point, Joe Sway. Yeah, it doesn't go, matter who. Yeah, that's true. They go all bam, and then they sneak in Iguodala as the backup center, and that's there was still no Kelly. Play. No like, no. You the couldn't. were cheating off Iguodala, though. They were doubling, and the Heat were passing out give of double. That's where they were getting Iguodala. those open shots. <laughs> they should have owned those minutes. They and really also, man, just not. You know, you see, we talk about Miami picks their spot, picks the matchup on the floor. They get their switches. They have Butler going at Kemba. They had Hero, Hero going at Kemba. Pick Boston. How, did we not attack, how did the Celtics not attack Hero every single time? He was, if he plays that many minutes, make him pay. You you, you attack him. Okay, they didn't do that. It, I, I didn't understand it. No, they, yeah, didn't. they didn't attack him at all. It's a general philosophy of not attacking in that first half. I, th- there were too many jack threes, too many yeah. shots early in possessions, right? guys trying to get themselves going a little bit. I saw Smart do it. I saw Kemba do it. You certainly saw Tatum do it, trying to get out of his slump. That Tatum first half is inexplicable. It really is. Like, talk what about it's like All he took flop. money. Yeah. Seriously. It was, yeah. it was I mean, they had to pull him for a couple minutes there, and that hurts your defense. So who knows what happened there? It was, it's the strangest thing I've ever seen, I think. I, I don't remember anything like that. He's never had a half like that in his career that I can remember. It wasn't just like 
he's had bad shooting halves where he's getting his shots. They're just not going in. This was – he couldn't get anywhere. He, he jumped over here on the corner. He had some defensive lapses. They were right, though. He couldn't – the reason he got his – he was getting those fouls is because he was frustrated. He couldn't get anywhere. He was trying to move, and he couldn't get by anybody. He was so he at the slow. End of the game too and, and he kept using his arms trying to clear space. He was just – he couldn't get anything going at all. He was sleep. He felt. It felt like the game was moving. Like he was moving slower. The game was moving fast. He, he, he had six turnovers. He almost had like ten. I mean, mm-hmm. he came really close to, to, to two or three more turnovers in that first half. He was just sleepwalking. It was yeah. really weird. It's like he took a nap prior to the game and just woke up like right before tip off. <laughs> really strange. Yeah, he was a completely different player. And then really different. Yeah. the Miami Heat, they had that first half that they finally put together a, a, a lead against the Celtics, and the Celtics just never countered. Like, it's almost like you don't know what team's going to come out of the second or first half. They're two different teams. Whether we're talking about the Celtics, you know, what we saw tonight, or what we're talking about the other Celtics team that just completely dies, just lays over, you know, late in the third quarter or in the fourth quarter, they, they can't put together I, I, a, a, a run. I think of the way they come out of halftime, too, after that awful second quarter, probably talk some things over, uh, make some adjustments, but the result's not any different. Tatum turnover, Kemba heave long two, and then you remember that play. Robinson was wide open under the bucket. They get the inbounds to him, and then Brown like sprints back and makes the block, but it was so close to just being a wide open layup underneath. That's how they come out. And then, you know, Miami does the – they get three offensive rebounds and they can't score on any of them. Crowder misses right. that transition layup. Like, that's the story of the game right there. Heat have this huge six-minute stretch out of halftime where they're not seizing on Boston's mistakes. Boston, by contrast, could have punched back into the game, taken a significant lead right there. Instead, they're down 12. Like, whew. Mm-hmm. This was just such a race-to-the-bottom game. And they actually played one of their better third quarters of the series, right? I mean, yep, they turned it up late in that quarter, yeah. Yeah, and they and then they come out the way they did in the fourth, and just I don't know, man. I don't know if 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 it's mental now. I mean, if uh, I don't know, how, I, again, the court. we sound yeah. stupid because we keep saying the Celtics are better than the Heat. The Celtics are better than the Heat. Well, now they're down three to one. So how does the team we don't, consistently we don't better know that they're Heat? much better? It's just it's very strange to just mm-hmm. not show up. It's just yeah, that's, right. that's the. That's the perplexing part. I don't think the depth advantage, and I hate harping on the Celtics bench, and it's it's a problem this year. It came up at spots, but I don't think it's a significant factor in this series, especially it's not. Now the it's are, the starters that are. It's the it's the guys you're counting on. Starters. That aren't. Yep. Starters. I mean, they, they go minus eight in that first quarter, and then you yep. get into the bench minutes, and you lose those two. Not sizably. You get back into the starters, you lose those minutes. So this is Heat starters on Celtic starters just outplaying Boston starters. And you would have thought Boston with the personnel they have, especially playing a zone. You have Brown in the corner. You have dribble creators up top, drivers, Tatum. Uh, you got a rebounding big underneath. So Tice hurt them on the offensive boards. They have all the personnel they need to win this matchup. So that's why, like Jimmy, I agree. I still four games in. I'm like, how are they not seizing on this? Like this, right. they won this matchup two to one during the regular season too, and they they won those two games pretty sizably. Yeah, twenty seven percent from three for the Celtics tonight. I mean, that's a huge part of it. I mean, just missed shot after missed shot. And then we talk yeah. about them uh, owning like seventy percent of the series or whatever that that ended tonight, but coming in. Yep. I, we almost. I'm almost. I'm. I'm scanning Twitter. I'm actually annoyed that there wasn't a locker room fight tonight. You know, like that. Yeah, they need that, man. Someone, 
They I'm should glad that get their feelings out tonight. They you should worry. be more mad about tonight. You worry game five is going to be the escape, the bubble game. That's right. Because right now I'm just, I'm just reading the tweets and it's kind of like, uh, you know, sigh. You know, there isn't <laughs> enough like, you know. They did the it fire. already. They had their explosion. They had their come no to fire. Jesus moment. Well, like, you know they, what? It, it goes to show that they, that maybe they just don't have enough in the tank because if they had that, you can't have a second fight, right? I mean, you have the one no. fam- family you get one fight, shot at all it. that stuff. You only get one of those, right? At yeah. that, after one, it's like, oh, your your family just hates you, man. Like, you no. know. So, but when it doesn't work, after that. when it doesn't yeah. work, you're out of options. It's like that. Right. That's why you don't have those players only meetings. When you come out and you lose after that, you're like, it's like, yo, we just oh, suck. It's not even us. What, what, do I, what do I do now? You can only play that. We already played our hands. Right. Smart, Smart just can't come in and just freaking start smashing chairs. Right. You know? <laughs> I gotta keep our composure. So, so Brad's gonna get a lot of flack out of this, especially if they lose the series four one. You're gonna get the fire, Brad. Blah 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 blah. Which look, you look, you look around the, you look around the league. You're not going to do much better than Brad Stevens. So I hate to even harp on that. There's that's re- like settling for Andy Dalton as your quarterback, though. Like here, that's the thing. Is like you don't want to, like, not can't do right. better than you. You want you love the guy or you don't love the guy. You know. So it, it's again, you're trying to do, the people who are anti Brad are kind of like, is your ceiling capped with Brad? That's their right. argument. I'm not saying that's the case. I don't think that's necessarily Brad's not the guy for this team um, or, you know, done as much as he can or he's really meant for, you know, to coach uh, overachievers rather than stars. I don't know if any of that's true or not. I'm just saying the anti-Brad. <laughs> you people, definitely think that, John. You just got a big smile on your face <laughs> when you said no, that. I, I just love the argument. <laughs> Is this team an overachiever? I, I you, love you, think Brad, you might be right. Brad is better off this, to coaching no, no, no. the butlers. Just, to me, I find, right? it as, I find it the as outcast in the world. The people who, like, want to pull the pin out of the grenade and fire Brad every single time. Something <laughs> happens. They're, like the, they're like the Yank Tuka guys, you know, like, right. you know. They just that they just want to blame something and they don't know where. But I find it just as funny the people who will defend him to the death. Like, you know, well, yeah, they would come on the middle. Basketball, That's the thing. he always gets a pass. Yeah, yeah, right. you, you don't understand. get a pass. You don't get. You're not. You're not infallible. So it's right. it is okay to talk about Brad. I don't necessarily think they need to move on, but it is absolutely oh, yeah. okay to talk about Especially Brad. Especially when you yeah, consider okay. It's yeah. been seven years. It just feels like it's been three. Like right. Yeah. That's the thing, right? It's like it's not year one, and he's not playing Jay Crowder. You know, like it's like it's a team filled with stars. Now there right. are expectations. It's okay to talk about the coach. Of right, course, that's the is. thing is like now, now, all these years in with a different roster, a roster that you expect to win games. The first what three years or whatever of his career, he was just there for the rebuild, and you know everyone was learning. He was learning as he was going, and he was getting a bunch of players were coming in and out. But now, like, this is the roster. You have young talent around you. Now I think what you're missing is a couple of veteran guys maybe coming off the bench. I think every good team needs that. We're seeing that with the Heat, right? Um, but certainly Brad, Brad needs, will take yeah. some criticism because he's having what, – what, what people might say is that he can't win the big, can't win the big game, right? But the, the reason I'm not putting it on Brad is we have no, to find two – the expectations prior to the season, and that's even right. after they got Kemba, which yep. was 
a four or five seed and lucky to get out of the first round. Now we're yeah, saying we're, it's disappointing to not reach the finals. So we yeah, moved the goalposts a good bit on the expectations with this team. This is a team that we said had a really thin bench, okay, had to get a ton out of its starters. Yeah. We saw uh, we saw uh, hey, uh, Brown, Brown hey, take a leap and Tatum take a leap during the year mm-hmm. and get them to a level that was – ascension is the difference, yeah. yeah that we didn't expect that they would get to. And now all of a sudden you raised the bar on the expectations because everybody got better as, as time. And Gordon was playing close to pre-surgery Gordon um, for a while there. And Kemba was a revelation and it just upped it. And so, you know, the flaws with this team existed before. And this is a team that we thought was possibly a first round exit. So again, I I don't know that it's necessarily fair to say, you know, sure, but expectations he's not coaching change. the Lakers here. You know, it's not. Expe- you know. Expectations change, but they still remain. They should still remain where they were changed to, right? We came into this series saying, "Oh, the Celtics, the Celtics should beat the Heat. They should go to the NBA Finals." Obviously, when the season started, you weren't thinking that, but now this feels like a disappointment, and it feels like an opportunity lost because everything's happened. You also can't forget, you know, when one of the reasons why you didn't think the Celtics were going to get this far is because teams like the Bucks would be in their way. Well, the, the Bucks weren't in their way. So that's right. another reason why you want to take advantage of a situation like this. So it will feel like a disappointment, even though when you, now it when is. you flash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it is, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's depending on how you feel about Miami. And I think eventually Miami might get to a place where we say, oh, geez, like this team's better than anyone thought. Like, you know, I know the Lakers well, and Nuggets are on the other side. But it could get even better. Are you are you ruling out Miami winning it all this year? Seeing what's happening in the West, I'm not. Yeah. So no. Sometimes you don't see it. You don't see it for a couple of years later. Again, to use a cross sports analogy, the 2001 Patriots be- beating the Rams was the greatest upset in history until a year or two later, and you're like, wait, this team's awesome. You know, like <laughs> you just didn't know it yeah. then. You know, yeah, and you look at you look at the Heat's pieces, and you are like, wow. Like, and this, they're like, there's a lot of good pieces here. So today, you might have. Yeah, like they, sure, they I, ascended I, I'll to a high take, level. I'll, I'll still take Denver or LA over the Heat, but I understand your point. I mean, yeah. the Heat are yeah. clearly. Yeah. And we're talking yeah. about Denver being there. Like that's like a wow. Imagine all oh, the NBA's in for. I know the NHL got Denver, down. Miami. Let's go now. I want it. I think <laughs> yeah. it's gonna happen. It might. If the Celtics <laughs> no. win, you want the Lakers. But if Miami's going in, I want Denver. Mayhem. I'm all in on Denver. Oh, that's if like Denver goes. There will be a lockout. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, talk about, talk about a dream for a guy like me and the like casual fan is just gonna be like, what's going on? Like I haven't watched since March. <laughs> we went right. all the way back to the bubble and did this whole thing so that the Nuggets and the Heat could play in the NBA. Right. Line. What? Why did we do this? Yeah. yeah. Why did we go through all this? It's no, like a, after a night of drinking, you know, like it's gonna, be, it's gonna be even worse, guys. <laughs> what are we going? Gonna be Lakers, Denver, LeBron dancing with his new Laker buddies and slapping five with Pat Riley. You know, oh, it's gonna be terrible. Celtics, you're the only team that can change this outcome. Has Anthony Davis always been awful? I think so. I just think we didn't oh. know it because he was in God. We just buried in New Orleans. So New Orleans, you look at the results I'm with him. Saying, LeBron winning another title against the Heat. Come on, you know they're gonna love that. NBA is gonna eat that up. This could be a big legacy play oh, for love LeBron, the too. Yeah, when we talk about him. I uh, hate legacy arguments. LeBron James is no better or no worse, regardless of what happens at any point between now and the rest of his NBA career. 
he is no, exactly who he is. That's what I hate to I hate to admit, but it's a great narrative. If he wins the title, it matters. LeBron James, that team really smells. Oh my God, yeah, they're playing Dwight Howard at center. I'm like, what? Like he he has gotten a lot out of that team. It's like Brady's legacy. Good. What if Brady loses this one? Like, give me a break. You know, oh, LeBron is LeBron. Yeah. He, LeBron's but, already, oh, he's not going down. That's for sure. But he wins with this group. It's like wow. He, he carried that group. Changes my opinion of him zero. <laughs> What's your opinion? Zero. What's your opinion? That Anthony Davis is the greatest player of all time. The greatest or he's either tied or 1A by a right. hair and will be forever and has been for over a decade. He's been right. – since year four in the league, he's been the second best player who's ever played basketball. And, and he might be the best who's ever played. Nothing changes it. Nothing. Okay? Well, I think if he can win another championship, he can really – Four, right? It's for talk, talk radio, you know. Like I, I, I that's I hear I you, but I don't no, know. I know, man. but I'm just saying. Is suspect, man. That's that's I a mean, not a great supporting cast outside of those two dudes. Oh, they play Rondo half the game. Oh, Rondo, yeah, Rondo's a big factor, but Rondo, Rondo's, Rondo's nasty. That's, team, that's what I'm saying. Like that it's team around him, like I Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith, joined as supporting yeah, pieces. That's, that's I'm a bubble like, championship team. I'm telling you, like that. That's it right there. They're the best. Island of misfit toys. Whatever they were going through, exactly. They went through that. That's how LeBron gets all his chilling and laughing on the sideline. Like, hey, either way, I'm excited. We're gonna have a Syracuse guy in the NBA finals, which I've been waiting for. Okay, well, we've done all we can do here. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're we're crapping on Anthony Davis at this point. Um, Yeah, we don't know what to say. Uh, No, it's what can you say, Bobby? It's disappointing. it's not how we expected the series to go. We thought we'd have more uh, back and forth and adjustments both ways. And it, it's been Miami taking advantage of the more consequential moments. Um, and big flaws in the Celtics team getting exposed, as I've said. Uh, they, yeah, they killed themselves by dropping the first two. You should have obviously yeah. won one of those two. And then you can lay an egg, you know, yeah. and it's right. fine. But down to one, you had to be close to perfect. You, you, win two. Yeah. you see two. The most disappointing part, even in a game like tonight, is then the moments where their backs got put against the wall and they had to wake up. They drain a three. They string together a good possession. They get us like the last two minutes. The way they extended that game was like, all right, where was this all game? First half, Mm -hmm. third quarter, end of that third quarter. I hate that. That's the type of stuff you do in game sixty-four of the regular season when you're playing the Wizards and you didn't really feel like showing up. And then you get to the fourth quarter and you're like, okay, I'm going to win yeah. this game now. You don't do it in game four of the conference finals down to After games. blowing two games before it. After already having blown two games, you don't have that luxury. You're not that good to just be able to coast and then turn it on when you want. It's just it's just unimaginable that they showed up this way and, and, and just didn't come to play. Josue, too, yeah. talks about Miami. Like, you know, now they got 2011. Now they got 2012 on them. Like, now they're going to have 2020 on them. If you care about that kind of thing, he'd have been the better franchise, better part of two decades now. I also don't care about that, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for asking if we care about it. We don't. I just, I, I well, always after for the Celtics Lakers rivalry, man. That's all I want. Even if the Lakers win it, just give me that series. They're take- different players. None of that. Sh- none of that stuff matters to me. It, it's it doesn't even feel like a rivalry it's like, anymore. Yeah, this guy's this guy's Tom Brady's twelve and four all time against the Bengals. Every single one of those teams <laughs> is different. All right, that's that's a little <laughs> yeah. different. 
Yeah, that's way different. And plus, come on, it's got it's got LeBron in the middle of it. Celtics fans, they, they hate LeBron. It's it's. You got Pat Riley, Danny Ainge. There's obviously great storylines. I love. We gave. I like LeBron. We gave freaking Dwayne Wade a plaque. Okay. Yeah, that was a force. Wait, wait. All right. Game uh, game five, times. what? Friday? Is Bobby signing off the show for me? <laughs> yeah, it no, seems like Bobby, it. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find something in game five that I can get excited for, but I just keep looking at it and saying, uh-oh, this is an escape. The- uh, did you mute him? I, didn't I did not mute him. We lost him. He fiddled up. with I something. He fiddled with something. Did you fiddle with something, Bobby? We fiddled with something. All right, he's got to go. He's gone. He's about to go do some. See, uh, just when Bobby Bobby starts to think about something positive about Game Five, and he gets and he gets muted. That's that's a sign. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna quickly play uh, Tatum here uh, on his uh, first half. Let's hear what he has to say. I wasn't aggressive enough. I didn't score in the first half. That's unacceptable. So, you know, I know I had to. I had to. I had to play better. That's what I tried to do. It wasn't as good as it needed to be. Um, we didn't play well enough in the first half. We responded in the second half, um, but they were already feeling good about themselves and their rhythm. Uh, it was tough. All right. He said he it was unacceptable. Great. He wasn't aggressive enough. Duh. Yeah. But, again, why? Great the, point. The, the question's why. The, the heat – yeah, we don't know why, but he made a good point. The heat – you know, they played like crap in the first half, and the heat – we're able to get in a little bit of a rhythm and the Celtics were pretty much like just, you know, coming up for air and, you know, trying to like just tread water in the second half. You know, they, they, they took the lead for 10 seconds, but they couldn't get on the heat on the heat level of sort of like just the production that they were having down the stretch there. So, right. and that's because they didn't set any sort of tone early on. They got, nobody got going. I mean, when you yeah. pick up early fouls and you just chucking shots and they're not falling, you don't get in any rhythm. All right, let's whip it around. Uh, Joe Sway, is it over in five? Nope. Series continues. Wow, I like yeah. it. Who's, who steps up? I think you're going to see that second half from Tatum carry over. You know, it's funny. We talked about, uh, what was it, the last bad Jason Tatum game. We talked about he's due for a bad game every 20 games, right, this season. He's had three horrendous games. When I say bad, I mean really, really bad. So maybe he decided, you know what, he's going to come to the finals. Why don't I shrink this to a, 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 a half uh, just a half worth of that terrible dud that I tend to put up every 20 games. And what happens after those duds, right? He, he typically goes off. So I think you'll see that. Um, I'm still worried about Kemba. I need Kemba to do at least what we saw in game three. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm a bit concerned there, but I think, I think Jalen's going to have another good game too, as well. I think those two are going to really carry the load here on both ends. I'm concerned with what you do with Kemba after this is all over, but that's a different story. Um, yeah. I am. I'm serious. You want to like, have that conversation? We might have yet. to have it soon. Not yet. We might have save it. Five, save That's an Bobby off-season five. combo. Oh, yeah. Not now, but I'm saying in general. Yeah. We'll have it. Bobby, game five, what do you think? Is it over? Just judging off demeanor tonight. Uh, yeah. I, I he doesn't even want to say concert. it. It's all right. Say it. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Joe Sway here. I think the Celtics come out. I'm I mean listen, I really at this point have no reason to believe it, but I I, I think that there's a little bit more character in this team. I know there's more character on this team than there, than last year's team. I can't Let's imagine see how Bam looks too. Way. Yeah, because he did break his wrist, I heard. Hey, 
Yo, he, twi- he twisted <laughs> it, but it was dangling like Celtics one of those take- Halloween guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say Celtics take Friday's game, and and I, listen, I'm still not. And they make us do a double dip on Sunday with Pat. Oh, I Thomas. got the commenters exactly. Yeah, they just they just stretch this out, and then they and then they go out they go out you know with a whimper on, on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's over. Oh, thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> Shocking, Josue. You is can we at least get a game seven out of you? No, he already went. He went first. Pay attention. I know, but I didn't hear. Is it going beyond game no, five? Got, you have five. You think you think it goes seven? Well, but this kind of series, man, we got to take it one game at a time here. Let's see how right, they look you. after game five, and then we'll see if they can get it to game seven. But yeah, uh, I'm feeling you get see. there. I, I still that that's a tough place to be against the Miami Heat. A game seven against this team? I don't know. I, I don't. I reserve the right to change my mind. I could see it being like a Jalen Brown game where he just comes that's in. What I'm just goes in a straight, just attack, attack, he attack. He was weirdly yeah. off Thirty tonight. shots again, that'll be hilarious. No, but I just want, I just want, like, it's, aggressiveness. It, just get, go to the basket. Yeah. You know, like, right. yeah. I can't stand settling for jumpers early. You know, take what the offense gives you, but don't choose it. You know, like they're just, it looks like that's what they're like trying for. Like, make right. you know. <laughs> Make some attempts to get to the basket, get to the line. Especially against the zone. You should be using all 24 seconds. The zone, you know? Yeah, I mean, I watched watched the zone for years in college, and you see the other teams, like, they use all 30 seconds. Like, it's just just what you do against it. And uh, they did that in the third. They didn't do that in any other quarter. Like, if you're taking a shot two seconds into the clock against the zone, you're bailing out the defense. Yeah, Yeah. they did a lot of that. That, That's... Yeah. All right. <laughs> For well, some reason, they kept doing that. Maybe game five, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. My thing with the Celtics is that they're just inconsistent. So it's hard yes. for me to say, oh, they'll win game five and then they'll it's win. It's tough read. You know, exactly. I don't yeah. know what the hell I'm going to get. Well, that's Darren. They'll be inconsistent. I, you know that for sure. Toronto game, I'm like, it's over. Because I, I, right. I just didn't think Toronto could hang. And it, they did based on toughness. But just looking at the team, I'm like – you know, I, I don't know. This is the Celtics' problem. I think they don't know what the hell's going. They don't know what to expect out of themselves up there. They're going into these games like we don't know what the hell's going. What the hell we're we're showing up with today? <laughs> right. Um, all right. Let's wrap it up. Um, game five. We'll do this again. Maybe again. Maybe again. We'll see. Uh, we have, <laughs> all we know right now is we have one more. We have one more season finale. Maybe. One game at a time. We'll see. We're going to bring out a, lo- a whole bunch of celebrities for the for the season finale. There's going to be some, <laughs> some guest cameos. Great. But uh, that's it for Josue Pavone from Heavy.com, Celtics beat writer, uh, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning, Celtics blog, and CLNS Media. And behind the scenes, you don't see him, but Chuck Higgins, Emerson, college. What up, there, uh, Doing some of the dirty work behind the scenes for us. So thank you, Charles. Thank um, you. And that is it. Hold on, we're gonna we're gonna pop him on and say hello. There he is. What's going Chucky. on? What's up, buddy? How What's are up, you, buddy? He wasn't prepared to go on the air, so I'm gonna let him go. We're gonna so finish this with me and ramen right now. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Uh, we'll uh, see you guys next time. Man. Thank you. <laughs>